now on News Talk, launching our summer season of Drama on News Talk, director Jason Gill and producer Alan Meany fashion a tale of political intrigue and love among the ruins left behind by 21st century wars in A Pilot's Honour. Hostile, hostile at the Shiloh. Target on the move. Repeat, target on the move. Adjust course and speed to 359. Acknowledged. Acknowledged. Course adjustment on my mark. Mark. Roger that, Hostile. Okay, Bob, revise distance to target 22 clicks. You should be seeing them any minute now. Confirm. Roger that, Shiloh. All systems normal. No sign of company. Flying over a ridge, I think. Guess they're on the other side. Prepare to drop to firing altitude the moment you clear that ridge. Weapon systems final check now. Roger that. Final weapon systems check confirmed. All go. Prepare to drop to target altitude. Drop in five, four, three, two, one. Dropping to target altitude. I see them. I see them. Don't think they see me yet. Let's get it over. Prepare to acquire target. Target acquired. Release toys on your mark. Ready. Hot steel, what's that? What's going on, Bob? Proximity alert. Got company. Breaking off engagement. Go to ECM. ECM deployed. No effect. It's, uh, Sam, I think. Homing in on my exhaust. Evasive. Can't shake it. Climb altitude. Climbing. Damn. Hot steel, report. Malfunction in the bird. She won't climb. I can't get clear. Hobie is inside critical distance, Bob. She could detonate any second. Get out of there, Bob. Wait, I want to try... Hot steel abort. That's an order, Bob. Get as far as you can and get out of there. Rescue crews already dispatched. But I... Hot steel eject. Eject now. I'm not high enough. Do it, goddammit. Do it now. Yes? Captain Conway? Who are you? Oh, yeah. IG. Will this do? You're with the embassy in Dublin? Well, yeah. What it really means, I guess, is that we're Secret Service. Is there a problem? There could be, sir. You want to, uh, come in or something? Actually, sir, we were kind of hoping you might take a drive with us. What the hell for? Follow regular route 15.6 miles, then take right exit 15. I did that, and now I do this. Change of career, change of direction. Except it isn't. Jesus. Since Iraq, I can't even get on a passenger plane without a mouthful of tranquilizers. Wonder what the people down there would think if they knew that. Would it make them smile? Guess not. Look at that blue sky. Nearly always a blue sky here. Nevada. 
What if I'm asleep? Can you be asleep and still bring death to thousands? Maybe I've been asleep since Iraq. Since Ireland. I sit by myself in my apartment in work. I touch buttons and watch a screen dreamed into life by some geek who lives exactly the way I do. I do my thing and wait for the imaginary flash that says, Pater, job well done. And then I drive home. That's what it is to be asleep. I remember that first night we talked. I'll never forget it now, will I? I'd seen him around, of course. Everybody had. God, but Yanks looked so different to everybody else around Galway. He was so big, so tan, just like he'd stepped down out of the telly and somehow arrived in NUIG of all places. Lucky me. I'd been in the place a year at that stage. Needed to get a teaching degree. Something solid, I suppose, in case the art didn't work out. It was as much about getting away from home too. I was 20. I suppose I'd seen more at 20 than most, but still, I find it an awful confusing place. So much noise. You'd see him at the odd English or history lecture, always near the back, like he didn't want to be seen, though of course everyone saw him. You'd see him walking down the concourse, big leather shoes, books under his arm. But even then, it didn't look, you know, natural on him, like he'd put on a uniform. Something he thought would make him look the perfect scholar. There was all sorts of rumours. He had some big old house sold to himself out in the Fairlands. He was loaded. He was the son of some billionaire. He was one of those computer millionaires who'd had a breakdown and was trying to find himself in Galway. While everyone else talked, talked shite, I looked at his eyes. I looked at his eyes and I thought I'd never seen anything so lost in all my life. And a couple of times, he looked back. He looked back and there was... Did he smile? What the hell's it got to do with you? How is any of this your business? You're absolutely right, sir. All things being equal, I agree with you. But all things are not equal, sir. I wish it wasn't so. You're going to tell me I'm married, yeah? I already know that. What the hell has any of this to do with you? With us? Nothing, sir. Of course we know about it. Married six years ago to Madeleine Carstairs, daughter of a retired colonel in the U.S. Marine Corps. Of course we know, sir. And you're right. It's nothing to do with us. Then why are you... We're not here about that, sir. Not at all. I mean, who of us is without sin? But, sir, there's a lot less free will around the place than most people think. Especially for people like us. What do you... There is one thing, though. The young lady, Miss Brady. What about her? She doesn't know you're married, does she? Need some help? Oh, uh, hi. I, uh, I, I can't... Yeah, it, these things can get chancy. You need to just... Uh, here. Yeah, try it now. Why? Thank you. No problem. 
I, uh, I'm, I'm Mary. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm Bob. How, how do you know? We have the same tutorial, you know, in, in modern Irish history. I remember the tutor calling out your name. Yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen you there for a bit. You're, uh, you're hitting the books late. You got an exam? No, not, not really. I just, I felt I needed to keep up. I feel like I'm falling behind or something. I, I doubt that. Why? I remember you speaking in tutorial. Everything you said sounded so smart. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, uh, stop me if I'm disturbing your studies, but, uh, Yes? Can I maybe buy you a cup of coffee? I still blush when I think of that first conversation. I still blush when I think of the whole thing. My dirty little secret. I was 36. 36 and a war vet. And there I was, blushing down at this schoolgirl. I've had a lot of time to think about it since then. I've realized that blushing is one of those things you do when you're alive. When you're alive, you're open. You're a body out in the sand. The way I was in Iraq. Half broken. Well, uh, yeah. Um, well, me being here is all some kind of crazy accident, I suppose. You're military? Yeah. What part? I'm, uh, I'm not sure I can... Were you wounded? I, uh... You were wounded, weren't you? I can see it in your eyes. My eyes? You'd be surprised what you can see in a person's eyes. What happened? I, uh... You're uncomfortable. It's okay. You don't have to talk about it. No, it's, it's not that. I just, uh... What? It's where we are. I... People can have strong opinions, and I, and I don't want to... People? Uh... Meaning me? You're worried I'm a peacenik? No, I... Me being here, you know, it kind of depends on not being noticed. Why are you here anyway? Why? I, I don't know. I, like, I, I won't say what happened, but I got beat up pretty bad, you know? I nearly didn't make it. I was a long time in hospital, over there and back in the States. When I got out, I wasn't much interested in going back to active duty, that's for sure. They, uh, my bosses, they, they were kind of okay about that. They asked me what I wanted to do, so the thought kind of popped in. Go see the old country. Go find myself, some bullshit like that. You ever been here before? Never. I mean, I know of the surname, but I suppose I was, you know, curious. I mean, I, I literally couldn't think of anything else to do, so I guess I kind of stuck my finger on a map. And what made you study here? I don't know. I, I felt like I needed something to do, some excuse to justify myself, and they, they pulled a few strings. So it's good, I, and I like always the atmosphere. Hmm. What? Oh, nothing. I know, come on, what? It's just, everyone says the same thing about Galway. Great town, great atmosphere. And, I mean, it's probably true, but... You don't agree? Not exactly. I just think... It's no place to be lonely, and that's what I think. Well, I guess. 
You're not from here anyway. No. Where's home? Home for me is up in Donegal, a wee place no one's ever heard of. Bellarda. Bellarda? Sounds lovely. It's a little village, a few fishermen, a wee house, a bit of a beach, cliffs and stuff. You miss it? I miss the quiet. It's not the sort of place you can stay your whole life, I know that, but in Galway, you're expected to be up for a party that never ends. It gets a bit... Tiring? Tiring, yeah. What? Nothing. Come on, there was a funny look. What? It's just, you seem a little young to be having such thoughts. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I've just led a different kind of life. Okay. You were in Iraq, weren't you? Well, um... It's okay. And don't worry, I don't think anyone really cares. Yeah, I was in Iraq. What happened to you? Shot down. You were a pilot? Yeah. Why? That's... Do me a favor. Don't say it's amazing or something like that. I was... You know, it was my job. That's all. The wonder went out of it years ago, believe me. You were badly hurt? Pretty bad. I, uh... I had to eject quite near the ground, well below the safety limit. It was 50-50 if I... And then I was lying out in the sand. I couldn't move. They had sent out a rescue crew for me, but... The enemy was closing in as well. Another minute or two, I'd been taken prisoner. You might have been reading about me on the news. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. Will you go back? To Iraq? I don't think so. I don't think I'd want to. I'm not one of those guys, you know, get back in the saddle, prove some dumbass point. I realize I was lucky. Don't push your luck. You never know why you fall for somebody. Not really. I suppose that first conversation told me what I thought I knew. That here was the loneliest man in Galway. Maybe that's me. There has to be a cause, a lost puppy to save. But that wasn't all of it, of course. There has to be more, doesn't there? I can remember the rain eased off after a while. The college bar got noisy, so we went for a walk. Out by the cathedral and into town. Past the pubs. Up into Shop Street and the Keys. Spanish Arch. It stayed dry, so we went all the way out to Salt Hill. Somewhere. I think it must have been on the beach in the moonlight. Was it really like that, or did I imagine it after? He took me in those huge arms and kissed me. We broke apart. He was... He was so apologetic. I reached out to him again. I pulled him towards me and the world went away. And when we stopped, it was a different place. A different life. Why doesn't he ever speak? Why is he sitting there like a goddamn brick? He doesn't speak because he doesn't have to. Some job. All he does is bore holes in me with those piggy little eyes. You think I'm afraid of you? You think I'm intimidated? Please, Captain. What? What's the problem? I'm not reacting the way I should? You tell me all and I come back like a good little boy, my tail between my legs? Screw you. Screw you and your brick. This isn't helping. What the hell do you want? Why won't you tell me? We're getting to that, I promise. I hope I don't die first. 
What's he doing? He's not just here to sit still. What? Photographs? Jesus. Yes, photographs. Photographs of Mary and me. Jesus, you had us followed? Is this what the tax dollars pay for? Among other things. How long? Long enough. Is this it? Jesus, you guys are the government. Yes, sir. As you say, we're the government. You see this picture? What about it? It's a picture of your friend, Miss Brady, with another man. So what? I need to know if you've ever met that man. No. Look again, sir. Please. What the hell for? This is important. No. No what? No, I haven't ever seen that man before. He's saying he hasn't met him. So what? Why is this important? You told Miss Brady things. Things about Iraq. Answer my goddamn question. We will, sir. We will. But for the moment, we're in the asking business. I'm asking you to cooperate. And what if I don't? Tell you what, sir. Tell you what. Believe it or not, I'm kind of going out on a limb here. I'll be frank, sir. My superiors said no. There's talk of dishonorable discharge, maybe even prison time. That's completely nuts. That's what I told them, sir. I read the brief and I told them there's nothing here that justifies the disgrace of a decorated war hero. I stuck my neck out, sir. But my career won't survive you turning your back on your country any more than yours will. Look, let's nail this. It wasn't just my body that was broken in Iraq. The marriage was too. Had been for years. There are things that I have to do. I know that. But I couldn't face them. Not after what happened. There just wasn't enough of me left. I needed to get away. Get strength from somewhere. I understand, sir. And I'm sorry. But I need to know. You told Miss Brady about Iraq. Didn't you? How could I not? What do you mean? I'm human, goddammit. I'm still a human being. I'm not high enough. No. 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 Bobby. Bobby, what's wrong? I... I... You were crying? You were having a bad dream? I... I'm sorry. What was it? I was... Uh... It was Iraq, wasn't it? You were dreaming about Iraq? Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Everything's fine now. You're safe. You want to dry that hair quick? It's okay. The fire will do it. I don't want you getting cold. Yes, Daddy. Huh? I've been drying my hair in front of fire since before you were... I don't know, a fighter pilot? Did you do it like this? Like what? Clothes off. <laughs> of course. Back in Donegal, where we don't need the one change of clothes, of course I had to. Why do you think I'm such a nudist? <laughs> That's cute. Or abnormal. I was talking to Anne-Marie today. Anne-Marie? Oh, your flatmate? My sort of flatmate. Yeah? She was kind of asking me what's the story like. What do you mean? Come on, Bobby. I'm hardly ever there. I mean... I'm still paying rent, but she never sees me. I think she was a bit worried. Tell her the truth. What's that? 
You've been seduced and abducted by an evil American who's using you for his twisted sexual purposes. Hmm, she already knows that. Really? Girls do talk, Bobby. What have you told her? Enough. Seriously, what? You're worried about gory details? Don't fret. I've spared your blushes, some of them anyway. Gee, thanks. But she did kind of ask me what's the point like. The point? Why am I still paying rent if I'm hardly ever there? I mean... It's not fair on her. You share a flat for the companionship, you know. <laughs> I did my study in a barracks. You get very sick of the other guys. You like your solitude? Sometimes. It's pretty damn solitary up in the air, even with all the voices in your ear. You don't like your dreams. You shouldn't be alone when you're having them. Well, do you want to? Do I want to what? You know, move in. Move in here? Yeah. But what about... I mean, we don't know how long you're going to be around. I'll be around till the end of term. And what about after? After? Yeah, after. What about after? It's got to be the stupidest, saddest question. It's a question I got asked a lot over the next couple of years. Sam, my little boy, he asked more than once during the divorce. Dad. What about after? I couldn't tell him. I couldn't tell her that there is no after. There's only now. You couldn't do this job if you could see the after. You are listening to A Pilot's Honor on News Talk 106 to 108. world would you most like to go? Huh? If you could go anywhere you wanted, where would you go? Well, I'm having a hard time imagining anywhere but here right now. Think about it. Maybe it's some place you've already been. You forget I'm a military man. We don't have that much imagination. And no, they never really send me fun places. I'd go to Tahiti. Tahiti? Sea and sand, sun and lazy afternoons. I'd love to spend my day scuba diving and looking at weird fish. That'd suit me just fine. Hey, you tell me I'm a weird fish. That just shows you how much I like them then, doesn't it? You keep bandying these words around. Security risk. Potential threat. You haven't told me anything. Okay, I admit. I cheated on my wife. Go tell the president. You're adamant that she never sought more information about Iraq about details of your service in the military. She isn't interested. She knows I don't like talking about it. Yet you admit that you met her brother. What has that to do with anything? Yes, I met her goddamn brother. So what? What were the circumstances? Jesus. I agreed to take a trip with her. College was off for a couple weeks, so I said I'd drive her to her home place up in Donegal. Ballarda. We were going to spend the weekend. What did she tell you about her parents? She said they were dead. How did she say they died? In a car accident. Her brother was the only person left at home. Why? A car accident. That's interesting. She doesn't like talking about it. Look, I'm sick of this. I'm starting to feel like I don't want to answer any more questions. Just a little more, Captain Conway. I promise you, 
We're nearly done. But I need to know about that trip. It was the Easter break. We were supposed to set out early, but slept it out. We didn't get there till after dark. It was a bitch of a drive. I think it was after 10 when we got there. Just a little house all on its own on the side of the road. About a mile from the village. The lights were out. She went poking around to see if there was anything to eat. We thought there was no one there, but he appeared. He must have been, I don't know, asleep or something, sitting alone in the dark for all I knew. Anyway, he came out and kind of grunted at us. Big guy, all hair and beard. Much older than her, I think. He said something about going out, and he didn't come back until after we'd already gone to bed. In the morning, we got up. She started breakfast. I was watching this stuff on the pan while she, I don't know, she, she went up to have a shower or something. Then he appeared again. Oh, uh, hi. What about you? Hope we didn't disturb you. Don't worry about me. Did you uh, like some breakfast? No. It was uh, some drive here. Wild country. Wild country? You think so, huh? Well... You're a yank. Yeah. You're no kid. I guess not. Why? She. She's a kid. She... What? She's a kid. And you're not. Listen, I... What's I... the story with you, anyway? You're no scrawny wee student, that's for sure. To look at you, I'd say cop. Or maybe military. Which is it? Military. Oh, no shite. <laughs> but Jesus, which branch? Look, I'll... Go on. Get... I'm curious about these things. Which branch? Air Force. Go away. Air Force? Don't tell me you're a feckin' pilot. I won't tell you anything. You're the most exotic wee bird she's brought up here, that's for sure. There's been a few, believe me. What's your name? Conway. Bob Conway. Ever drop bombs on people, Bob Conway? Listen, I'm in your parents' home. I, I don't want to be rude. Oh, you're not offending anyone, Bob Conway. My mother and father aren't around anymore. Their opinions don't matter. They're not here to fret about what you're doing with their daughter. Look, this is... You think you fellas would be busy at the moment, wouldn't you? How come you're out here? Did something happen to you? Listen, Seamus, whatever your name is. What's going on? I was just admiring what the cat brought back. Oh, Jesus, don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Jesus, Missy, you've got a cheek. Have I now? Flouncing around your mother's house with this guy. What do you think they'd say if they were alive, huh? Sorry about this. It's okay. I know things about this fella you don't. Or maybe you do. Is that the way it is now? Jesus! Can I not come back to me mammy's house without listening to this shite? This fella's married. What? He's married. And he drops bombs on Iraqis. He takes billion dollar planes up in the sky and blows peasants and their goats to smithereens. Oh, he's a brave boy. Alright, that's it. Bobby, don't. Don't worry yourself, love. He's too busy playing the officer and gentleman, isn't he? Well, he's not going to take a pop at me in your mother's house. That'd kill the romance, wouldn't it? He's not ready to do that yet. 
Bet you wish you could kill me, though. Bet you wish you could fire a cruise missile right through me gut. Make this nasty Irishman go away. I wouldn't waste the hardware. Ooh. I'm sorry about this, Bobby. This normally only happens when he streams in from the pub. Usually he's snoring his brains out. You got awful smart since me mum and dad died. And look at you. Stomping around your mother's kitchen taking pots at people who are too polite to hit you back. Tell you what, Yank. There's a lot of people in this country who think that any old piss that falls on us from American skies is pure gold. Know what I mean? Well, I'm not one of them, Yank. You see, I'm a peasant. Just like those stupid wee goat herds up in Iraq. And I don't like to see one of my own taken advantage by one of you. Oh, would you ever? This is my home too. And I have a right not to be bullied by the likes of you. Everything's about rights now, isn't it? Everybody's got a right to be any old shite they want, haven't they? But I tell you, little sister, as some of us live by a different code, you know? You think you've got a right. You're no different from the whores asleep with the Brits. Here now, that's enough. You're gonna hit me now, Yank. You're nothing but a drunken scum. The two of you should go. I don't want you around. Neither would a lot of people. I'll not be bullied by you. No, Mary, it's okay. Leave it. We'll be gone in an hour. Could you? Would you give us some goddamn space until then? Hear that, young one? He don't want any trouble. Why would he? What if it ends up in the papers? <laughs> what would his wife say? Just get the hell away from me! With pleasure. You take care now, Yank. Oh my god, I'm so, so sorry. It's okay, it's okay. I drag you up under the miles for that. I can understand if you don't want anything to do with me. Come on, what kind of talk is that? I don't scare that easy. I honestly thought... I didn't think he'd be that bad. Mary, it's fine. No harm done. I'm mortified, Bobby. What must you think of me? Mary, we've all got people in our families who embarrass the hell out of us. You should meet my Uncle Sean. Was he always like that? No. Let's... Let's drink. He used to be fine. But he had... I don't know, some bad luck, I suppose. Now all he does is sit there thinking about it, blaming the world. I'm sorry. Oh, you shouldn't apologise. I'm... I'm awful sorry for those things he said to you. It's not your fault. There's no excuse. Look, Mary. I came here with you to, to see your home place. I didn't come here to see your brother. Good for you. What do you mean? You can drive away and forget about all this. Just get in your plane and go, right? But me? I'm stuck with this reality. You're not stuck. You have a choice. Everyone does. Really? Tell me what my choices are, Bobby. Do I climb on that plane with you back to the States? Would you let me? What do I know about your life back there? You want to ask me something? Is that it? You want to come out and ask me? Go ahead. No, I don't. I told you. I don't want to know anything you don't want to tell me. <sighs> Look... We shouldn't let him make us fight. We're still here. You said you wanted to show me around your village. Why don't you? I'd like to take a walk on that beach of yours. I think I just want to go. Okay. Not nice. He was right, wasn't he? I am married. I've been lying to her. I'm using her. Is that what you think? 
I should have told her then and there. She gave me an opening, I think. I should have taken it. It's probably a good thing you didn't. Why's that? Leverage, I guess. Everyone keeps secrets in a relationship. Oh, so you're an expert on that as well? You don't agree? I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. Anyway, speaking of secrets... Yes? I guess it's time for you to find out some of Miss Brady's secrets. Steve? What's this? What are you doing? Who are these people? This is Seamus Brady, right? I think so. Who are these others? She told you her parents were killed in a car accident. Is that right? Yes, so what? Can't blame her, I suppose. I guess I'd say the same. What... what are you saying? These are Mary Brady's parents. Patrick and Irene Brady. Both were notorious IRA terrorists loyal to the dissident wing of that organization. They were opposed to the current peace process. Patrick Brady was killed nine years ago while thought to be in the process of planning an attack on a British army base in County Antrim. Irene Brady was murdered five years ago in what is thought to have been a revenge attack by Protestant terrorists. At the time you met him, Seamus Brady had just finished a sentence in Maccabury Prison in Northern Ireland, again for terrorist offences. Mary Brady herself is known to have consorted with people in the dissident IRA movement, out of home in Donegal and here in Galway University. She's... she's just a kid. Dissident wing of the IRA is committed to the overthrow of two friendly governments, one of whom is our closest ally. They are enemies of the state, enemies of national security. It's the same as consorting with someone from Al-Qaeda. No way. She never told you any of it, did she, sir? No. She misled you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She didn't... She never... There's never been the slightest thing. This is... This is guilt by association. Of course it is, sir. She's not a terrorist. She's just a kid. Any idea how young they are in Gaza or Afghanistan these days, sir? But you're right, of course. It's in her family. She can't help knowing these people. She deserves a chance. Of course she does, sir. Let's hope she gets it. I, I could talk to her. I could explain. I don't think that's a great idea, sir. She doesn't want any of it. I'm sure of that. I could... She could come back to the States. You're not really thinking just now, sir. Why? Why not? What's wrong with it? It would be the end of your career, for a start. And even if you did avoid a court-martial... You're married, sir. Married into the most military family anyone can imagine. The world hasn't moved on as much as we'd like. We're still kind of... tribal, in many ways. What are you saying? What do you want me to do? I think it should be pretty obvious, shouldn't it, sir? I'm still getting divorced. You realize that? Of course, sir. And maybe someday. But just now, we need to do things by the book. The civil book and the military one. Imagine the alternative, sir. You'd probably have to go somewhere. You'd never be able to go back. 
you'd never see your kid again. You've got it all worked out. Part of our job is being prepared, sir. Just like the Boy Scouts. I I've got to talk to her. That's not a good idea. I can't even say goodbye. I've got things at the house. They're being collected and bagged for you as we speak, sir. All going well, they should be with you on your flight back to the States this evening. I suppose I knew he was married. I did want him to tell me that time in the car. Silly. I was being a silly girl. If he wanted to tell me, he would have. I wonder would anything have changed if we told each other things? I think of Donegal, the long trip back, the way we made love that night and cried into each other. I think it was the start of our goodbye. Not long after, Seamus wrote to me to say he was leaving, getting out, going to Australia. He said the home place would be free now and he was leaving it up to me what I wanted to do about it. He even kind of apologised. I was glad for him, really glad. I get a wee card now and again. He met someone and they had a kid, a nephew I've never met. I went back to Ballarda that summer. People told me I was nuts, but I couldn't face Galway, not after everything. I decided to live in the house, go on the dole and have a real go at the art. It was hard. Jesus, it was hard. But there was peace too of a kind. My stuff started to get noticed. I sell a lot over the internet, so I don't have to travel that much. That kind of suits me too. There have been men too. Of course there have. But they're... They come in for a time and then they fade out. And I think that suits me too. But all that was after. I came back from college that night and sat in an empty house. I don't know how I knew so early something was wrong. When it was dark, I went up to his room and I found all his things were gone. Not a trace of him left. I couldn't do anything. It was days before I was even able to cry. And Marie was great when I was finally able. We did what girls do. We got drunk and we cried and agreed that all men are bastards and cheats and not fit to walk the earth. I suppose they must have told him about the family. All that stuff I wouldn't let into our precious space, just like he didn't let in his marriage. Maybe he even put up a fight, I don't know. The truth is, I've spent my whole life trying to escape, just like him in a way. But it's no use. The past, other people's past, it always catches up, doesn't it? Sometimes in the night, when I'm in bed, I hear the phone ring. And when I get down, there's no message, and I can't help wondering. You can't help it any more than you can help the past. Pause for retina scan. Welcome Major Conway. Please input identification code. 
Now transmitting the coordinates of your craft. Prepare to assume control. Enter final access code. Control successfully transferred. Downloading detailed terrain map to your terminal. Stand by for direct contact from mission command. speed. Designated course back to base 22. Did we get it? Ground reports fall impact. Repeat, fall impact. You got the major. Well done. I did that. Now I do this. Wonder if they still watch me. I wonder if they know how much liquor I put away at night. Good thing you don't have to be sober to fly a keyboard. I'm told there are people all over the world who wonder about the likes of me. What's it like to do what we do? What's it like to drive to work, sit at some clean computer console in Nevada and command something thousands of miles away to bomb the shit out of somewhere in Pakistan? The truth is, I couldn't tell you what it's like. The truth is, I'm dead. A pilot who lost his honor. They've reanimated me to a point. A semi-conscious zombie in a big tragic video game. I think you get one test. One crisis to prove who you are. Prove that dream of yourself you carry around. Problem is, you never know what it is or when it's coming. I was stupid enough to think surviving in Iraq would be proof enough. But of course, that wasn't the real test. It's never what you think. The real bits in the dream are when I think of her which I do every day. And occasional trips to see my kid till the day he gets fed up and doesn't want to do it anymore. And that's it. Sometimes, in bed at night, 
when the liquors failed to put me to sleep. I get this mad thought about going back to her. My mind takes wing and turns me into Snowden, a fugitive from my own government. But there's no way back now. Not since I said yes to this. Not since I agreed to administer death through a keyboard. There are no drone defectors. They make sure of that. We didn't lie to each other. We didn't lie to each other? They were just things we both chose not to let in. Because we knew they'd end that quiet, that tiny garden of peace we'd made for ourselves. We both knew it wouldn't last. Somehow the body knows when the mind doesn't. And what you've got to do is hold on. Hold on and pray the memory of what you had will be enough. We'll take you through all those days that remain. A Pilot's Honour was written and directed by Jason Gill. Produced, recorded and edited by Alan Meany. Bob Conway, played by Joe Steiner. Mary Lacey, played by Martina Dolan. Seamus Lacey, played by Martin Kelleher. And The Agent, played by Ronan Flynn. The programme was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.